0: Hey, we're talking to F and O. Oh,
1: happy Friday, Commission.
0: Yeah, thanks for the last second. Called you in from the, the arm barn. And uh, I try to cook up with Nate all week. I kind of just, I've been throwing him on the fly times. You know, I haven't, been, I haven't been setting my time, so it's hard for him to make it. And, you know, since you're a little bit more of a night owl than he is, it works out. So here you are. Thanks for, for making it. 10 o'clock on Friday.
1: We gotta get one in. I love it. Yeah, so we,
0: we talked about keeping it quick because it's late and stuff, and it's Friday night, so who knows how many people are even gonna listen to it by Sunday? But gotta do it. Just gotta get it in. mm mm-hmm. I agree. So I'm thinking this instead of going matchup by matchup every player, let's just touch on the standings and the way the matchups are really gonna affect this week, and then maybe a little sort part about you know it's our last pod before the trade deadline. So that's right. I, we, that's right. I thought maybe we'd just like go through. Who's left? You know what the teams that are going for it, teams that are, and who might be available. All right. Sound good.
1: Yeah, it sounds fantastic.
0: Well, let's jump right into it. The playoff race is heated up, and since I'm talking to the man right now, two big match. I think the two biggest matchups. You and Nate and Goldie and Swizzle. So it's all about the middle going for that three-four spot, right? That's right. So why don't we talk about? What fat and overrated needs to happen this
1: week for him to feel like he's got a shot at this thing. Okay. So we kind of talk. a hey, first of all, I got to beat Nate. I mean, that's, that's the first and foremost. Um, and then after that, I need to have some stuff fall in my favor. So, you know, with the swizzle goalie matchup and looking at points, I want, I, I always get confused on this. I'm, I want the low points to lose, right? Or do I want the low points to win?
0: I think you want low points. Um, well, I mean it depends, right? Because if you're gonna <laughs>
1: it, let's do, put it this way, if if I win, that means I will go into a tie with whoever loses that match. Yes, but I would still be behind them in points and chasing the winner. Right. So, so I think I want goalie. Is you know they both have. You know, goalie's up by ninety points on me and Swizzle is up by 130, 135. So I want I would really like goalie to win in a low scoring match and I beat Raider Nate in a large scoring match. That would be optimal.
0: That would be optimal. Because you do want if you were if you were like a spot out, you might want the Lower points guy goalie to lose so that if you got a tiebreaker with him, you you could possibly catch him. But especially since you're two spots out, you're gonna need to get there on record most likely anyway. And you you also mentioned you play goalie, so you have some destiny control there.
1: Yeah, I do. As as we talked, I have five games left. We have five games left for the playoffs. Four of my five are against teams that are ahead of me. Oof. That's right. I have a matchup with goalie, a match obviously Raider Nate this week. I have a matchup with you, Vinny, and goalie. So <laughs> I, you know, if I win, I control my destiny in that in that sense. But I pretty much have to win. And and I'm looking at this right now. It says Raider Nate hundred percent. Is he clinched in playoffs? At uh, nine and one?
0: So he's nine and one. I mean he can still see what well, we have fifteen games now, so he could be nine and Six is the worst he can be, right? 96? He's only
1: three games ahead of goalie, but it, but ESPN has him at 100%, so I wonder if matchup-wise.
0: Oh, man, he might have clinched it already?
1: I don't know. I mean, it says 100%. That's not 99. It's 100%. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's... So, so the, two, the again, third and fourth slot are three games behind him.
1: Yeah, with so, five to play. With five to play. So, I and mean, obviously he has points, so... I don't and, know. Interesting.
0: Because if you went out, yeah, it must be based on matchups. Because depending, depending on who plays who, because if you didn't look at matchups, you could say that you could win out, and every, and the other guys could win out, and he could lose out. But I think because of matchups and who he plays, it wouldn't be possible for that to happen.
1: I guess, but I mean, like if if I won out and he lost everything out, I would end up with I'd be ten and five, and he would be nine and six. Oh, it's five games left. Is it five yeah it's five games left. Right.
0: So which is what I was saying though, so it must so it has to be now
1: ESPN's algorithm must take into account matchups and everything. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. I, well, I, that's a great little addition then by them. Yeah, I just wish they would show us there's a glossary on the bottom of the page and it doesn't talk about that still. So I'm on the I'm still on the hunt, but you might be clinched. I mean holy yeah, cow. He should
1: probably play his bench players, make sure no one gets hurt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, I mean he can start jockeying for who he wants in that four seed maybe a little bit if you can control that but so now because we're going to eventually get to the keeper talk you mentioned earlier today that i was talking to you you were saying you have to win right now but do you still feel like you could lose and if you scored a lot of points because you know nate scores over 100 a week so let's say you score 110 and lose and now you're five and six you only got a couple days to decide what you're doing are you going to go for it or are we going to pack it in for some keepers
1: we got to see how it goes, but yeah, I mean, the, the scenario that would make me waver on shooting the moon would be losing to Nate, but, but making a big dent in the points on goalie and swizzle. Right. And also, and also what would make it nice is if Slingbox broke his streak and loses or it beats Benny. Cause I mean, if, yeah, if I can stay within one game of the fourth place which would which would need Vinny to lose, um, that and gain points. That would be a big. That would make me want to go with it. So, yeah, because my team's kind of in flux, you know, with with Miles Sanders. I really when making that trade if I don't get to use Miles Sanders in a way that I had hoped. I mean, that's that's what's keeping me there. So.
0: Well. Let's go through because let's just go through the two matchups. Let's go through that you and Nate to finish this off, and then we'll talk about Swizzle and goalie because that's the matchup of the week, I think. Yeah. So, um, you have that's your screen in front of you with your matchup.
1: I do, I do, and I and I'll have to, I'll have to. Uh, you know, you had the the lovely recap Monday night. I will, uh, I will come out of the shadows and and admit that I'm the one who came up with the cracks for Raider Nate, <laughs> and it's kind of funny the cracks. Seem to be coming to fruition, but man, the uh, it seems like a season of destiny for Raider Nate, right? Yep. Like we talk about making these trades and, and the uh, the thinness of his of his bench and wide receiver, and he's got Godwin that's questionable and Kenny Galladay in there, and what ends up happening with his cracks?
0: Mm. Gallup the pace Gallup the bondo he's got the bondo. Gallop. Gallup he, doing a
1: great job of of handcuffing his guys. Although, he did drop Hines mm-hmm. when he has Julio Jones IR on his bench. He did drop Hines to get Gallup. Is that correct? I think I think that's what he did, right?
0: Uh, my, yeah, he's been shuffling those guys around a lot, but I think that, that's the
1: one he did there.
0: Yeah, because the other yeah. guy, yeah, that must have been it.
1: So... You know, that was, I, I thought, you know, I, I put it in the bin and got hides. I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, no, cracks are there, but his play and his his pickups have been fantastic. But he's got to move Elijah Mitchell out and he immediately puts Gallup in the, uh, the flex position. Dalvin Cook, who um, I was listening to SiriusXM today. Um, in the last three years, has absolutely feasted on Green Bay. Woo. Averages over two touchdowns a game in the last three years against Green oh, Bay.
0: Oh, goodness gracious.
1: And and Green Bay has easily its worst defense in the last three years. So that could be a huge Dalvin Cook game. But then he has to put Mark, uh, Mark Ingram back in there. Yep. Um, you know, with that with, uh, Kamara, which... Not not many not much news on what it is. Am I am I missing that?
0: Originally it was like a sprained MCL. Then it changed to like an ankle. I mean, it's I don't know what it is right now. So you know he's got that.
1: Um, you know he makes that trade for Waller, and Waller has been. I mean, not Waller, right? Um, but then you have Jonathan Taylor, who's the new Derrick Henry and Frank Wright coming out saying he needs to get more touches to him. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, so and then you know Lamar Jackson at Chicago, um, you know, no, no. Uh, what's his name? Who's the DN that just they put on IR? Mac.
0: Oh, Mac. Okay, I didn't know you were on IR.
1: Mac on, Mac on the IR out for the year. So, you know, like adversity, hidden, hidden. Raider Nate and Raider Nate just, just having people to fill in. Yeah, beautiful a job. job.
0: It's a beautiful job of patching it up. But name power with Ingram, Galladay, and Gallup. His name power takes a hit with Cup on by Kamara on his bench. So I mean, uh, it's not the worst week to play him. It's not perfect because Cook and you know, firstly Cook and Taylor. I mean, but
1: no, this is the best week to play him.
0: Yeah, period. yeah.
1: So I mean. A big big Monday night with Godwin and Galladay going for him in his wide receiver spots. Big big Monday night, although I guess he should he should probably move Gallup into the into the wide receiver spots. But anyways, um, yeah. And then and then I have you know COVID Crystal Rogers, um, <laughs> COVID Chubb, James Conner, which that I, now with I think with Hopkins being out, if Kyler Murray can get in. With his odd head. Um, oh. That could be a huge spot for Connor. And, and by the way, you and I had laughed about it, but if anybody, I mean, that guy should never go out in public without a helmet on.
0: Oh. There's
1: something, he's got an alien head. It's really <laughs> odd. I, I can't imagine how he could fit into a baseball hat. But <laughs> I th- I'm, I'm hoping Connor is in a smash spot along with Chubb, you know. I'm I'm predicting 500 carries with the Lions starting a QB who threw more interceptions than touchdowns in college, and you know Mike Evans on that again big Monday night matchup. I have Mike Evans with his Godwin and AJ Brown is he going to get the ball against Houston? George Kittle is he going to get the ball with Jeff Wilson? And then my absolutely horrid flex plays of Singletary and Donovan, People Jones, which you know we'll see what happens with um, with Miles Sanders. And I keep thinking and trying to put Friermuth in there again.
0: The move so I don't know. It's now. What's the update on Ben? Is Ben
1: is Ben playing? his playing? Ben hasn't been cleared yet, but everybody—not everybody—but. The thought is that it's gonna be like an a-, a rod last week where he gets activated uh, tomorrow.
0: Okay, yeah, that I heard Saturday afternoon was the, the deadline, yeah. so you plug you plug him in, are you plugging him in for singles or peoples?
1: Um there might be a there might be a zero dollar bid out on some guys. Oh 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 yeah. So it, it could be a double switch. So we'll see. Oh, oh, okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, okay. What's well, so that? Tight. <laughs> so that's what's that? So I mean, that, but I mean, unless unless my team takes a dump and Nate just goes normal,
1: uh, that that could be a huge Monday night with right, um, right. Mike Evans versus Godwin and uh, um. Who am I saying Godwin and Galladay?
0: Oh, oh man, so yeah, this could be boy. You could be sweating bolts. This could be your your season on the line here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. You know it is. Yeah. Oh on Monday night especially. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Alright, so that so so we've set that one up. That's that's beautiful. So let's talk about the other matchup of the week. So here's the the fodder in front of you. So two six and fours. someone six and four must go to the floor. Um, that's right. Goalie six and four, sweet and swizzle six and four. Now take us through that matchup, matchup of the week.
1: Alright, so sweet swizzle, we'll start with him because he's the one that's got some some cues in his starting lineup, so Again, um, you know, Swizzle trying to stay afloat with DeAndre Hopkins doing everything he can to just fuck him. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. That's just – that's crazy. And then they're going into a bye as well. So he doesn't get DeAndre Hopkins for, what, multiple weeks. So he's got Murray in his starting lineup right now. And it's tough to say what's going to happen there because, you know, they do have the bye next week. So is he going to play? Is he not? Murray is an afternoon game against Seattle. He has Derek Carr on his bench also in an afternoon game. So he has the pivot. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, here's the, here's the thing. Like They're usually pretty good, right? About an hour before game time. Right. Yeah. 125 start for the Arizona-Seattle game. 105 for the Oakland game or Vegas game.
0: So you have so, – he's got to be on his phone just making
1: it perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's got to hope if Murray's not going to play, they announce that thing, uh, you know, at least an hour in advance. So he's got Murray there. He's got Zeke against Kansas City. You know, high offense, hopefully game, although you and I will talk a little bit about um, Kansas City with goalies lineup. Um, James Robinson questionable, but looks like he's going to play for San Francisco. CD Lamb in a smash spot, right? No Cooper, poor, poor uh, secondary with Kansas City. I mean, that is that is a great play. Um, the you know the guy who in the first half of the season was making it just look amazing with Mike Williams and who has uh, just fucking disappeared. You know what Mike Williams is going to show up with Pittsburgh. Um, Mark Andrews in a good spot. He's got Mark Andrews and David Montgomery in the same game, and Deontay Johnson, uh, obviously hoping that Big Ben is uh, active for that game, so that um, McCourty, who, who's the guy who got all the, McLeod, getting all those targets with Mason Rudolph, so.
0: Well, James McLeod Washington can't. got, James Washington got some end zone targets, Ray Ray McLeod got some targets. McCloud had 12 targets. No, he didn't. Are you serious? I believe so, yeah. Oh, God, I had no idea that was true. That's that's wild.
1: Yeah. Um, pick him up. I believe so. You're going to pick him up <laughs> is what you're doing. <laughs> it's one of your yeah, zeros. Well, I don't think he had ten catches. Um, no, so so Swizzle, if I'm Swizzle, and then, and, you know, Deontay Johnson is a, uh, is the evening game. Um, so today, tomorrow, you know, he's I, if I'm him, I'm keeping my fingers crossed with uh, – Big Ben getting activated because his bench doesn't really have anything to to go in there. Kenyon Drake or Boston Scott, you know what? He's got Mooney on his bench with no Allen Robinson, so that could be a pivot.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Anybody's. that's another one you could plug in.
1: But then we go with goalie, who definitely put Nate Power powerhouse up with those trades, right? Yep. Or with the big with the big trade, but you know. Gets the Amari uh, Cooper kick to the asshole, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, going up against that land. That That's going to hurt a little bit. So, we've got Patrick Mahomes, who I believe the stat, what, he threw, did he throw five touchdowns last week or yep, four? Five. Five. Instantly put him, like, again, like he's on pace for, like, 46 touchdowns now. The demise of Mahomes, what, what was going on. But you and I talked about it a little bit. The Raiders refused to use the defense that's been holding Mahomes and the Kansas City offense back. So the question is, is Dan Coyne and and Dallas going to be stubborn, or are they going to do what the recipe has kind of shown to hold that offense back? Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a big thing to watch with him. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so he's got Mahomes. Eckler against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has, like, Watts gone, right? No Minka. That defense is hurting, so that's a good spot for Eckler. Joe Mixon, fresh off a of bye. Vegas is a sieve. Mm. Those are two good plays right there. But then, because of that Cooper, he's got to put DJ Moore back in his lineup.
0: Yeah, with Cam, probably.
1: With Cam. Like, I don't know. I mean.
0: Yeah, it's a question mark. I mean, Robbie
1: Anderson's sitting out there. There's bids. I'm just saying. And then um, Tyreek Hill, um, again, <laughs> same thing we were talking about. What, what's Dallas going to do? Are they going to do? Are they going to uh, follow the blueprint that's been laid out? Or are they going to just do what they want to do? Mm. He's got Gronk in there, back in there. You know, everything's looking like he's going to play. No injury designation. You know, but is he going to take a shot early and fall out? You know, that, that's a that's a risk-reward play if there ever was one. McLaurin, looking. Tough matchup. McLaurin's an everyday play, though. Yeah, but yeah, Carolina is a good defense. Mm-hmm. But Scary Terry's just, he's really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we got the Saquon. Monday night, Saquon or Devontae Booker, who's it going to be? Not, you know, Tampa. Normally, not a good matchup, right? Right. He fractured shin, Gibson puts up two touchdowns in in the, against that run defense. So, you know, again, he's got goalies got Gronkowski and, and Barkley going, or or Booker depending on who it's going to be. So another big Monday night matchup in the two in the two matchups that we're talking about.
0: Thing about Tampa, they're only middle of the pack against running backs. They're really good against the run, but they're far weaker on with running backs and catch passes. So if Barkley is back and he's full workload he catching passes, you know he can make up for that. But this is, I mean, this is a um, this it not only for the standings purposes, but just when you went through these matchups, I was looking at it like this is a real, yeah, this is a real you know Godzilla versus uh, Mothra here
1: it's going to be a it's going to be a fight right and it's going to i mean you know goalie goalie's got you know he's got mahomes and hill going in the afternoon game eckler in the evening game along with deontay johnson and then the monday night like this is going to be a long weekend for goalie yeah or or you know if kyler murray's out and you know, if Swizzle falls on his face, like, uh, I mean, his team has not been kind to him the last couple of weeks. If that trend continues, you know, goalie could be lighting cigars Sunday night. Yeah. I'm not even he, to worry about Monday night.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that, yeah, that's, that match of the week, I mean, that's going to be big. And um, You know, the, the one we'll go through each player, but just when you mentioned it earlier, Slingbox has not won a game. If he could, if he gets off the snide this week against Vinny, Wow, because now you're gonna have two six and fives no matter what. So even if you lose, you're still only a game behind two two teams now. So we haven't we're not gonna go over but the sling box, green balls if, if we see a big upset, big if but Green Balls has laid a couple of legs. So this I mean this could be a epic collapse if the Derrick Henry going out leads to him losing three in a row and now dropping to six and five. I mean he could this could be a major collapse. while well, we're on the breakup here. It
1: could. It
0: really, really could be. So let's pivot. So let's pivot. You like the word pivot? I've been using pivot a lot. It's pivot, pivot, pivot. Um. So speaking of that, there's some there's some teams that are we we have a few days till the deadline's over. I think it's the twenty fourth, right? Wednesday morning yeah. at noon or Wednesday at noon. So what I want to go over is who's left. As far as so here's what we got: Slingbox is pretty much liquidated this team. There isn't much yeah. of current year there versus, except for maybe a uh, Calvin Ridley. Hey, you know, just some random, some guy trades a real, real distant keeper for maybe Ridley comes back. So maybe there's something there, but not. You know, we're not going to go predicting that. Danny made his deals. Danny has Adam Thielen, who, who might fetch something. Um, you know, but he's just you know he's I don't know how much. Al Davis has Diggs, but Diggs himself as a keeper is a seven. So I don't know if he has
1: anyone to move. He's got uh, Dak as well.
0: He's got Dak. Yeah, he's got Dak. I, I tend not to consider quarterbacks, but that, yeah, that could be something. Um, so let's talk about you and Protege. Let's start with Protege because Protege is four and six, and I texted him earlier this week. Um, he's he's definitely looking at deals. Uh-huh. He didn't respond to me before Thursday's game. I started to feed him some Ramondre, some Ramondre Stevenson propaganda. And I have a couple uh-huh. screenshots set up for when I do it again, um, but he's got. So he told he ranked out his keepers for me. He said uh, Dylan, uh-huh. Debo, and I believe, or is it Debo Dylan? Debo then Dylan, and then um, Mike Thomas. Henderson. No, Mike Thomas third, and then Henderson four. Because what I was getting at is, I think Henderson is a major piece that. I know I want, and the other guys might be going for it, but he yeah. has a fourth round value. He's got he's a top he's an eleventh running back. It's all about what you think about his keeper value with Cam Akers coming back. I, I'm I'm obviously going to be selling him that that's there's no keeper value there. You're not going to keep him as a four when Acres is back. That's he's going to give up fourth for like a maybe. Um, Aaron Jones is going to be there if someone wants to take a chance that a he does come back in a couple weeks and b doesn't lose. He was losing work to Dylan before the injury. And if Dylan goes that's off correct. with those tree trunks and scores a couple touchdowns a game, I mean, Jones is scary. Um,
1: I agree with that. Yeah. I and mean, you and I talked about that a little bit earlier this week or maybe even today. But, I mean, I, I'm a big proponent yeah. of, like, they, they signed a contract to Aaron
0: Jones, but LaFour drafted Dylan. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing. I yeah. think it's a big thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so, th- but Protégé is that guy. I mean, he has some, whether he moves Henderson or not, cause he does see keeper value. Jones is there. Um, I mean, he has good players. Keenan Allen's on his team. Um, he's a good player. But that's th- that, that would yeah. be the big ones. Um, cooks is there if someone wants some targets for Cooks, who's, you know, okay. He's been okay this year, but, you know. So, there's, so I think Protégé's... Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think any of the playoff teams want to have Cooks. But so, what, so, since we're not going to talk before the deadline... And you might lose. Let's move to you and talk to you about what you're looking to do with keepers. if I know you've been thinking about it a little bit. What are you looking to do if uh, you lose this week?
1: Well, again, as, as you and I routinely have to remove Raider Nate's balls from our chin. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's in the, he's in the cat seat for making moves. I mean, he still has the guy now. Now. Many green balls also, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about those, but Rainer Nate obviously has the the keepers to make big moves, and I have name power with Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, and, and honestly looking at the way Hawkinson and Waller have fallen off cliffs, George Kittle as well, um, guys that I think can make his team better if, if I were to bow out, and he's got Cooper Cup, Jalen Hurts, Elijah Mitchell and um, Taylor Jonathan Taylor with massive keeper value mm. so he, he has the guys to make to make some some moves obviously I mean he's in first place high points with some of the best keepers
0: yeah and you know I'm, I'm looking at his team if he has his full lineup he has cook Kamara Taylor, Godwin, Cut, Waller, and then uh, Elijah Mitchell, he's had his, his flex. So he has, and Galladay right now, but you know, he's, so he has a spot to play with. So he can, he, he is in a position, like you said, to make a move. Now that he's thinned out his team, he can now double back and he probably, I don't see how he moves Taylor, but, because he's got to replace Taylor and get that spot. But, if you go with him or if a protege goes with him, and I'm going to throw my hat in the ring before this pod's over because I, I'm going to be in competition yeah. with him. But, you know, with Mitchell, um, good luck with that. I've told you I've watched a little bit of him, and he's going to be an injury waiting to happen his whole career. He doesn't know how to glance blows. He doesn't know how to, to get down. He takes too big of hits all the time. So I'm just telling you, you don't want Mitchell. I'm just going to guarantee it.
1: Um, Did you hear Shanahan's comments today? No. Someone, he he finally answered why Trey Sermon hasn't been playing.
0: Oh gosh, no! What's going? What what'd he
1: say? Flat out black and white. He had a chance. He didn't show anything that was better than Elijah Mitchell and Wilson.
0: Okay, just right there it is. Just straight up, there it is. Yep. So yeah, I mean, so anyways, I, enough bashing Mitchell. But so yeah, there's something <laughs> that could, there, there is something that can be done there. Um, so Raider Nate now can make moves. Let's talk about green. So yeah, you talked about slow green balls here. He's got Fournette as an 11, which actually, is, yep. you know, there's something there. Um, uh-huh. He's got, we talked about pits like pits. I think, I think he's a fifth. My screen died. Darn it. But I think he's a fifth. Now he hasn't had a great year. I mean, he's been okay as a rookie, you know, but he holds a little bit of keeper value. Uh-huh.
1: Um,
0: and enough to where, He's a, he's a guy where I would be scared to trade for him as a keeper because he's going to be riding on so much hype next year that you're going on that hype versus what you saw this year. Because, you know, as good as he's been, that team and Matt Ryan, who knows? I don't know. It's a – again, I'm always slanting my comments here to make these guys sound worse than my guys. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pitts to the
1: side, by the way.
0: Okay, okay. Jamar Chase is a big fish, and I know you just you love yourself from Jamar Chase. I do. And, I do yeah. I would
1: absolutely I would absolutely um give the farm for chase.
0: So yeah. it's it's Chase Pitts and Fournette. It really is, is his, his guy's the move.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I if I if I decided to bow out, um I would definitely I would definitely send him a package with with Kittle and the wide receivers and a running back and be looking to get that group you talked about. Yeah. I mean I mean I know Fournette's been great, but I think the chubb would be you know yeah, I yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Nate can make a move. Green balls has some space now after the last couple of weeks, especially with Henry. Uh-huh. Now Swizzle and Goalie, the matchup of the week guys, they actually are gonna have a tougher time. I mean, Swizzle has James Robinson's a fifteen, CeeDee Lamb uh-huh. is a ten, Mike Williams is like a eleven or whatever he is. Deontay Johnson is but, but he has him. He has Deontay Johnson. So the problem there is, does he have a, could, can he improve his, his starting lineup? Because his lineup as it stands today, Hopkins isn't even in that lineup. And that lineup's solid. Elliot Robinson, Montgomery running back, Lamb Williams, Deontay, Mark Andrews. I mean, he'd have a tougher time than, than uh, Nate or Greenball's making a move, in my opinion. Because he's got to truly upgrade his team and it's going to be tough.
1: Well, we can trade broker all day. Um, if Vinny and, and, uh, Nate, if I decided to give it up and they want to be hardball dicks, I'll give everything up for lamb in a second. Oof. So <laughs> you give, you give me lamb and Robinson. I'll, I'll be okay with that as keepers. I'll give up a farm for that. Oof. See lamb's a beast. So,
0: so let me just, uh, remind you, um, that I also have a top 10 receiver. Who's a twelfth rounder who does not get the name pop that CeeDee Lamb gets, but gets more targets and is only receiver eight behind CeeDee Lamb six and ahead of Jamar Chase. So just I'm just saying, if you're gonna give up the there's farm, no Brown. I'm there's talking there's about. No Brown. I'm talking about forget your name, power, and your pedigree with CeeDee Lamb. Marquise Brown was a first round first receiver off the board a couple years ago, getting no respect. So I mean, if we're talking giving up the farm. Don't forget. Don't you do do forget about me, okay? That's all I'm
1: saying. Uh-huh. I won't. I won't.
0: So, anyways, so to finish with swizzle, he has pieces. You just said you give up the farm. It's just about if he can upgrade enough spots, right? Because he gives you lamb. You give him. Let's see. Give him everybody. Mike Evans and, and Chubb and A.J. Brown. Based on matchups, he's going to have tough times deciding between who to play. I mean, if Mike Williams has another bad game, you got to look at mission But if he comes back to life, he could have some really tough calls. He'd have to bench a David Montgomery. You know, he'd have to bench James Romsen because of his injury. Like, it's just going to – and Hopkins is coming back. So, Swizzle's going to have a tough time compared to Green Ball's Nate and myself making a deal. Um, but so, we talk about Swizzle. His options so goalie does the question now? Does goalie have anything left keeper wise to offer after making a deal with Al Davis?
1: Let's look at that.
0: Yeah, Mixon Eckler not keepable. Mahomes an early pick. Tyreek's a first rounder. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Is Eckler first or second rounder?
0: Eckler, you can't keep him no matter what. He's two, had two, his oh, yeah, Mixon, an Ech- yeah, Mixon and Eckler out. Um, Hill's a first-rounder. Mahomes is a second-rounder. McLaurin's a four, so there's some...
1: McLaurin's there. That's McLaurin's a, there.
0: That's a four. You want to project him to have a quarterback next year because a fourth-rounder's pretty expensive for a guy that's up and down because his quarterbacks are so bad. But It's he's,
1: true, but it's worth it. It's worth it because, I mean, he's shown to produce with absolute dog shit.
0: I think it's worth it. I, I think he's a tier below the CD Landmark. He's brown tier, we just said. But he's... Yeah, he's... He, pure talent, I like him with those guys. In fact, I think he might be... Him and Cedar, yeah, they're all good. But So there's some uh-huh. fourth-round fourth value there. I don't see much else than that, personally. That's I don't him, either. That's his piece. If he wants to try to make one more run at yours or Protégé's guys or sneak something in there with Danny and Thielen, maybe. I don't know if there's enough there. I just want enough there. So. And that leaves me. I already pumped up Marquise Brown. He's a 12. Uh, my no, other big you piece. Got a, you got another
1: sneaky oh, keeper there, though. I, there's
0: no sneaky keeper because flat out, Ramondre Stevenson is a dude, a dude. Fat no O'Reilly. I know. I he's. Agree. I mean, he might be elite from the talent perspective. That dude. I got my screenshot ready to send you and Protege. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So he's there as a, a, a nine. So he's not dirt cheap, but he's pretty cheap. Late mid. Um, so I got. I
1: would love if there's anybody in the HHL that's listening to this that pays attention to college football. What happened to him at Oklahoma? Did he get hurt? Like, you and I pulled up his stats. He's an L.A. boy, by the way. Cerritos JC. Um, and then... Yeah, he only played six games this senior year. So, I'm wondering I'm wondering how he dropped. Because, yeah, he looks good.
0: Yeah, gotta be an injury. Gotta be an injury. So, I'm selling. I mean, Ramondre, Marquise Brown. And then, really, I think my my... Elijah Moore is there, and I think he could finish strong, but again, he's not finishing. I don't know if he's finishing strong enough to hold much weight in the trade. Um, so I don't know. He might be a throw-in. And then,
1: Yeah, it's scary because yeah. we just don't have a lot of a lot of tape on him with what we assume is going to be his quarterback next year. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm dovetailing. Yeah. What the fuck are the Jets doing? Why are you playing Joey Flacco?
0: Well, is Wilson still... Not fully healthy or what's... Uh...
1: Still, like what happened to the, the, you know, the white guy? Like what What do you gain
0: by playing Flacco? That's just weird. Uh Yeah, I don't know.
1: It, but, it doesn't make any sense. It's very bizarre.
0: So dude. the, the Jets staff, you just hit on one thing that people are questioning. I don't know if you saw Rex Ryan smash Robert Sala. Really? Oh yeah, Robert Rex Ryan was like, don't compare him to me ever. Like this guy's... Basically tore him up, said he's not good, he's not doing anything with that defense, and and they he said
1: was he, was he flossing with toenails when he did
0: that? <laughs> I mean maybe he's, but he he definitely <laughs> yeah he definitely uh, ripped Robert Sala, and then you got this Joe Flacco thing, and then you got speaking of my Elijah Moore, fantasy always has their own slant, and fantasy Twitter goes nuts on Elijah Moore because he's now I'm gonna I'm obviously in cell mode here. Elijah mm-hmm. Moore goes last four games. Targets six six eight six. He goes nine seven twenty and four points wise, and that's on something like half the snaps. And they have a five or six man receiver rotation. And fantasy Twitter's like with the Flacco thing. They're going like, "What are you doing? Why is Braxton Berrios getting snaps over Elijah Moore? You know why is you know if Denzel Mims isn't the guy, then why is he? You know so they're rotating you know five six receivers, and so you know Elijah Moore snap. So again, the the Jets staff already starting to take some. The gloss is already wearing off there on the, the jets. Uh so they're doing weird stuff, but um and then just and then moving on. I got Edmonds as an 8. I just like to recall, tell everyone that Edmonds is a free agent after the year. So as an eighth rounder, if he goes back with Arizona, he might not be like a super high upside guy because he'll probably need a timeshare. But he as an Arizona offensive piece, as an eighth rounder, he could be a fall, nice fallback option. And if he happens to go somewhere where he gets a bigger piece of the pie. Eighth is not bad, so I'm just putting that out there, too.
1: So is Connor, right? Yes. That's going to be interesting, because, again, I, I'm a big fan of this, right? Like, Edmonds is not a Kingsbury draft pick, right? He was drafted before Kingsbury came in. Gosh, he's is there a, wrong on that.
0: I think he was there. Was Arians? Uh...
1: Yeah, so it'd oh. be interesting to see who they bring back.
0: Or both. I mean, they just might bring both back. I mean, if they're going to be cheap enough, they can bring both. Out. Connor... Connor might get expensive if he scores three touchdowns a game like he does, but um, I think they, they might just bring them both back, you know, keep the band together. But we'll see. So that I mean that so those are my keeper options, really. Um, so I so go quick quick little recap here. So the most likely guys, Raider Nate, Green Balls, and myself, are going to be throwing deals at protege and possibly throwing deals at you. So that that I think that's going to be the hottest of the trades going up the deadline. Those five yep. teams talking.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm Is there anybody? I guess, we, no, we pretty much covered it, but there's nobody. Yeah. I always like to think back of when I was trying to convince people that Michael Thomas was a keeper. And uh, yeah, I don't think we have anything like that. Where
0: you're trying you to know? convince a guy that he's a good keeper and uh, like a better, like, well, I'm in that mode for Mondre because I'm going to sell him. Like, I'm going to go for broke whether it be you or a project, I'm not going to ask for the whole shebang, depending on what you guys got working with other teams. So, I mean, I'm selling Stevenson, like you're selling Thomas that I mean, you had a great play with Thomas that you're Like he finished super strong and mm-hmm. you were selling like, look, this guy's on the uptrend. He's a ninth rounder. I mean, he, uh-huh. and like people were just weren't buying and they were scared. You know, he's, he's a rookie and they don't know about the timeshare he was going to have with the guys they had there at the time. And, um, but yeah, I mean a receiver, especially, um, I mean, I'm going to sell Marquise like that, so maybe he's a guy. Because again,
1: yeah, but he's been performing well. I guess the only counterpoint on him is, you know, is Bateman actually going to be the one next year? That's going to be fun to watch.
0: Well, I will say this: I'm in sell mode, and let mm-hmm. me just let me just remind you that Bateman's been back for a bit, and we're talking in the last five games, ten targets, five targets, mm-hmm. okay, 14, 12, 13 targets. Mm-hmm. So, they're chucking – Strong,
1: strong comeback ability. Oh, yeah, me and you joke. Just just dead sprinting back to the line of scrimmage.
0: And look, me and you joke about this. So,
1: to other people, me and Andy have a joke.
0: Watching Marquise Brown, we laugh because everyone that's played a little bit of football or watched it enough knows that, like, you know, you run any kind of comeback or, or dig routes, you're supposed to come back to quarterback or hooks or whatever, whatever you want to call them. You're supposed to come back to the quarterback, you know, come to the ball. Marquise Brown, watch Marquise Brown, come back to the ball on these routes. Like he's in a full sprint, five, 10 yards going the other way. Like he's, it's hilarious. Go ahead.
1: He's taking full advantage of the forward progress rule.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's catching
1: the ball and and going four to five yards towards the line of scrimmage before he turns around.
0: And we joke and we're joking and making fun of him. But like two weeks ago, anyway, it was working. Like he was giving himself enough space where he ended up actually having the ball in space because he had come back so far for the ball. It's pretty funny. Um, but let me just remind you, I think you fat and overrated. I'm going to go for ratings here and be critical of you. You're sure. stuck on the, the, be the guy, the alpha thing there, dude, every, every good offense has multiple guys in plenty. Like it's not about like one guy. I mean, the Packers are a dying breed outside of that. What I mean, go down the line. It seems like there's targets to go around. I mean, Bateman can be, go ahead and be good, you know, but you know, we talked, you just talked about senior Lamb. The Bengals, I contend. We look at the target share there. T. Higgins is getting plenty. I mean, with uh, the, the, with the Chiefs, you got Kelsey and Tyree Hill. With the Cowboys, you got your Cooper CD. I mean, you know, you had Ridley and Julio the year Then what you worry about Marquise Brown and Rashad Bateman? That's all I'm going to say.
1: Well, you know, I, I drafted uh, Brown his rookie year. Yep, you were the first. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I know. But he's a talent. There's no doubt. He's small. Yeah. I mean, he's a talent, but he's getting used, especially the last couple of weeks, in a way that I don't think anybody saw. You know, you know, the, the conventional wisdom would have been, you know, he's the guy who's going to have those long bombs right. or deep crossing routes because you know, like mm-hmm. a Tyreek Hill, not not doing these, yeah, twelve to fourteen targets, so super comebacks. I mean, but but also, I don't think anybody thought. Lamar was going to throw as much as he has this year. So,
0: right. right. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's that the dominoes just when the Edwards and got hurt and um, Dobbins, and, yeah, just yeah, that's the way it shook out for sure.
1: Well, also being, I believe he's RB seven right now. I think.
0: Who's RB seven?
1: Lamar. Oh really? In like, in like in yards? Yeah, something. I saw. I heard something like that this week. Oh my god! As a, as a running back, he'd be seventh. Maybe maybe it's in rushing yards.
0: Yeah, like it's definitely in rusher, not
1: fantasy wise. Yeah, I don't know if it was fantasy or rushing yards. Yeah, that
0: makes sense, rushing wise. Yeah, I don't
1: fantasy. That's (laughs) ridiculous. But he's throwing more than he ever has before. The guy's just insane. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Oh man. So, but I'm curious. I'm curious since we're talking about Lamar. I'm just curious if Nate Nate's put himself in an interesting predicament. I would think for me. Maybe it's not for him, but having Lamar and Jalen Hurts.
0: Yeah, I'm looking so, to see. Uh, so Hurts. I mean, he, he,
1: when he made that trade, Hurts was quarterback too in our league.
0: Yeah, and I think it's easy now because they've shifted their – so I, if I'm Nate, it's easy for me because the Eagles have shifted their offense very clearly. Everyone knows this and talks about it. And Hurts, the last three games, goes 18, 16, and 11. I'm rounding down. And he was yeah. he was Mister Twenty or bust, and so he's had three down games in this new offense. So I think that alone makes it an easy call to say, "Hey, in the new offense, he hasn't shown me he can even score that 20. So I'm going to go with the guy who has a thirty, a forty-two, a thirty-two. I mean, that's the, that's <laughs> the ups- you know that's the upside you're going to go with. I mean, that's what you're doing.
1: So I mean, was it last week? He had like was it last week or the week before? Lamar had like six points at half, and he ended up with thirty.
0: Well, shit! The the forty two point week he had he had single clearly it was low single digits. He had like six seven points in that Indianapolis game where I was losing my mind. Ended up with forty three. He scored like thirty something points and a half. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, so uh, that's your play. And don't you? I know you this Jalen Hurts keeper thing. I know he's quarterback too, but let you know eleven, sixteen, and eighteen. I mean, you don't want to trade for that.
1: No, but you know I was talking with somebody and like you look at you look at like Aaron Rodgers this year. I mean, you know, you look at Russell Wilson. I mean, it it really is. If you want a guy, it's it's hard for someone to be a top five quarterback. I feel right now without having rushing. You got to you got to get some. You got to get people that run. And yeah, Jalen Hurts. I mean, Josh Fields next year. I mean, these are Allen, Kyler Murray. I mean, having that 5 to 12 points in rushing yards every week is huge.
0: Yeah, the one it's exception huge. the one exception seems to be, and he's coming off a down week for Brady, has been the GOAT who has all sorts of crazy stuff in his career to look at. Like, he's the guy that doesn't run at all and still is, you know, top QB. But besides that, I mean, yeah, you want a guy to be able to run a little bit, no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, because the one thing that's been interesting, I, it just doesn't feel like there's been a lot of, like, where a couple years ago there seemed to be a lot of 350, 400-yard passing games. Right. That's been, even though it still is a passing league, mm-hmm. that seems to have gone down in my mind. I, I'm going off the, off the top of my head, so. No, I,
0: yeah, I, I'm with. I'm off the top of my head, too, but, like, Mahomes having over 400 yards was was seemed pretty like a big deal. I, it happened a couple times this year, but not a lot, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, hmm.
1: Hmm. So I, I, I guess the, the biggest example would be like Herbert, right? Yeah. Like Herbert's not running, so you know when he goes down, it hurts. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden you start finding out that fucking Kirk Cousins is the most consistent quarterback. It's like what is going on? Yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. All right, it's been it's been a weird year.
0: So every year is weird in the NFL. That's why it's, well, it's <laughs> That's so true. great.
1: It's, you know, That's so true. Great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, yeah. you said a quick one. It's forty five minutes. So that's pretty long.
1: We love talking football, don't we, Commissioner? That's fun.
0: It's it's what it's all about. That's what it's, all about. it's fucking
1: great. It is great.
0: That's what the, that's what the league's all about. Camaraderie.
1: Good. I've, I I really really hope Slingbox breaks the streak this week.
0: Why is that? Oh, because the balls thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean,
1: that would be a yeah. big shakeup. That'd be a big shakeup. Yep. So I stand by what I said at the, with the pod with with Nate. Like. Starting out the year with no win, that, that man, that's rough. Boy, that's rough.
0: And that's we've never had no 10. I'm almost positive, so that's uh, he's setting records. And Slingbox, if you're there and listening to the pod at 0 and 10, I salute you. And I also want to say that uh, if you happen to like Ramondre better than Javante, I love <laughs> Javante's schedule in the playoffs, and uh, I would trade for Javante for current year value, so just in case because. Everyone's got their own evaluations. If you, Ramondre's a dude too, so just put it out there. <laughs> lock lock up the Pats' backfield. You have Harris Ramondre, and when one guy takes over, named Ramondre next year, you, you'll have him. Now I'll take Devontae.
1: Well, this is this is it. I mean, this is pre-trade week for the HHL. Yeah. Let's just keep our fingers crossed. Even though it does make it interesting. Well, let's just have no soft tissue injuries this week. Right, all right. exactly. None of the, all like, the guys you just talked about,
0: none of them injured
1: his best. Yeah, like the last thing, although it would benefit me if Nate beat the shit out of me, but Jonathan Taylor pulled a hammy. Mm. That would benefit me it considerably. I don't want to see that. Not that it can't happen, because it could.
0: And it benefits you both ways, because if he did blow out a hammy, He's gonna he would then probably trade him as a keeper and then so you, I mean, he would I
1: mean
0: why not? Double wham, you might win the matchup and if you don't, you might get Taylor in a trade. So Ooh, that could be that's a big yes. I
1: So mean, I, I wouldn't wish an injury on anybody.
0: Yeah, I've told you, <laughs> I don't wish head or neck injuries, but I'm past the point of acting like I'm um, Mother Teresa. Like, do you think I don't want Daryl Henderson to like pull a hammy and play yeah. Sony Michelle? Like, you think I don't want that? I'm sorry, it's I, we want that. So I, I want that. I definitely don't want head or neck injuries. That's obviously super serious. What, what week did
1: you call Carson out for the year?
0: The, the first day
1: he missed. So it was like week, week five? I mean,
0: I, Yeah, like, I put my money yeah, where my mouth was. I, I spent a bunch of, I spent $24 on Collins and I was explaining to Nate on the pod and to you when I did it because it seemed, it was way above what people were bidding on the Collins. It's like, when does a guy have a hurt neck in NFL football and not miss tons of games or the season? Like, yeah. It's a net, like, so I mean, yeah, so he's out. Um, I was hoping Collins would be a little better, but he's going to be a play yeah. for me the rest of the year, likely, so. Um, yeah, he's a goner. He's out. Neck surgery. Yeah.
1: Too bad. Good call by you. Yeah, well. Fantastic. I got
0: Alex Collins, and I got Tyler Lockett. I, I almost moved him to you a couple of weeks ago, and I'm looking at your team. I want to see what you put together for a flex. I'm still debating if I want to make a shot at Sanders by giving you two playable players this week, but, yeah. Um, I'm thinking about know. it. Well, because I, okay. I got Jeff Wilson, and he's a smash. Like, I I want to play him really bad, but he's probably yeah. short-term. And if I'm going to be arrogant, which – like, I've only won eight games. I could go on a – I could start losing games and be out of this thing. So I don't want to get too – we call it hubris, hubridic. Let's say I have hubritic. I don't want to get too <laughs> hu- hubritic, um, and, and and play for the future and move Wilson and Collins – but I've, it's crossed my mind to go for Sanders and who has a good
1: schedule after this week and, um, oh my god Philly's like schedule is money
0: yeah so yeah, oh yeah we'll see but I that, that's gonna be tough I still need to win games and that would be just arrogant of me to trade someone like Wilson especially who plays Jacksonville and, and uh, Mitchell's out you know so or doubtful which is almost usually out so yeah he's out that's gonna be a tough uh, tough one but uh, uh, consider it oh
1: uh, See, I like it. it. Consider
0: it. <laughs> I mean, hell, if, if Sanders just doesn't get activated tomorrow. I mean, I I might offer to you straight up and just plug in Collins to my flex, and you get Wilson for that one week lightning bolt to bolt to beat Nate with.
1: Oh man, that'd be you yeah, that never really put me in a predicament. Because <sighs> hmm. I got Because Con, Connor's on a. If I did that for the win, but then Connor's on a buy the next week. I could end up having no running back.
0: Oh. No. Stupid mm, buys. Mm.
1: Stupid late, late buys. What the hell?
0: You know, Mike Evans has a tough matchup this week against Bradbury. He does. If you want to move him early and give me that Brady to Evans stack.
1: Oh, you mean you mean, you mean the 22 touchdowns in 25 games? With, or 25 touchdowns in 22 games? What is it? You what sent me 22,
0: 22 touchdowns in 25 games. Evans has with Brady but you sent me.
1: Lock it down.
0: So if you want some running backs, I
1: might let me get
0: creative here. <laughs> you might might be worth your while. I might, I might make something worth your while here.
1: I'm always open to hear it. You know All right. that.
0: All right. Well, we'll t- we'll cut it off there, and I'll uh, I'll gonna, now I'm gonna look at this for go to bed.
1: HHL. Good luck this weekend. Good All right. Weekend.
0: Thanks for coming on short notice, late night. All
1: right, buddy. See ya.